This is the Formosan Business Support Podcast Show. We help you do business, projects, investments from and to Ila Formosa, also known as Taiwan. In 2019, we shift our focus on renewable energy and electric mobility. Don't miss your chance in the Asia-Pacific business. Hello, everybody. My name is Yumi. I am the new host of the Formosan Business Support Podcast Show. Sorry for not publishing since December 2019, but we were under domestic and international pressure not to publish anything. Today's program we have. First I will ask our General Manager of International Projects, Mr. Manuel Zare, what this pressure is and add comments by two anonymous sources. One is a journalist who already left Taiwan and the other one an entrepreneur in the Taiwan offshore wind industry. Second, I will share a conference by the German trade office Taipei named Economic Outlook 2021 where Marcus Wild is managing director of NBW, a German federal state-owned offshore wind developer utility firm who wants to build the Formosa 3 offshore wind farm. During the live conference, prior to level 2 COVID-19 restrictions in Taiwan, he expressed publicly expressed harsh criticism on the Taiwan government and circumstances within the industry. At the end I will recap with Manuel with a guest's comment. I hope you will find it informative and give as a positive rating in your podcast app or platform. That will help others to find more information about Taiwan and the energy sector. If you are interested to have a business talk with us, kindly fill out the form on our website. Let's begin with today's show. I hope you will enjoy it. It's about that time, all my ladies, all my fellas. Hi Manuel, or as I call you Manu Irusan. Please tell us how have you been and what has during the two years break happened? Yes ma'am. Well, um, what I can share is after the last podcast and prior COVID situation, which started in 2020, well in Taiwan already very early, I think in January, um, there were a lot of people who were not happy that there's someone who shares information or points something out and um, I, I, I guess the problem is people or the companies involved in the offshore wind industry they're all stock listed and when you're stock listed you have some financial assets you want to sell to the public uh, so anything stating facts or m which might be negative is most unwelcome so w what's the issue and then I i'm not the only one it's just most people don't want to speak out let's listen to the reporter we we have distorted his voice so he um to protect his identity and his own interests and i i think he got the main points right here so let's listen to it Policy, but uh, uh, well, for example, like um, with I, I, the developers are saying that Taiwan hundred percent local content. For the yeah, but there's, but there's no explicit 
law or regulation that says 100% localization. That this is more like a, just the, uh, the policy direction rather than a specific regulation. Well, I, I have been told that the Tenji Mine tries to transform um, Kaohsiung as the hotspot for offshore manufacturing. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but again, this is like, it's more along the lines of, um, of Taiwan uh, um, pushing that direction, like you be pushing that, I mean, you know, pushing that rather than a law that says you must have this much. And so, so like, for example, that in the phase two, the, to win the bid, you have to have a localization plan, and the IPB will hold you to that plan, the DOE will hold you to the plan, but there's no specific law that says this is the exact requirement. Right? Okay. Okay, that's good. I was just worried I was missing something. Because everybody talks about it, like there is this, and in, in, in fact, in, in practice, there is basically that requirement, but it's not stated explicitly in the regulations. Uh, yeah. So yeah, okay, alright, good, alright. Yeah. this is why I'm just like, I just, I just got a little confused there for me. I'm like, am I missing something? It just feels so ambiguous. But it is ambiguous. Well, uh, I, I, I think big mistake which happened is they thought there might be an EPCI in town or at the beginning they simply don't understand what's an EPCI in Taiwan. Right. So who, right. who's going to lead the manufacturer? You want to go right. one by one to the suppliers? From the developer side that's not manageable. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, so that's a big problem. And yeah. Yesterday, I have been told that Austin is pushing for killing all manufacturing in Taiwan and 100% source in Korea. What do you mean? 100% what? If, if Taiwan cannot deliver. Oh, yeah. then they're going to go to Korea. Yeah. Okay. But how will that be? Um, do, do you think that will the IDB permit that? Will the BOE permit that? Of course not. But that's okay, what so how's it going to work? No, but they, that's what they're threatening now. Oh, so you, you see, the, yeah. So the entire okay. offshore wind game becomes more like knife pointing, threatening game. Sure. If you sure. do this, I do that, and and then I retaliate on the other one, and so on and so on. It's just mm, uh, yeah, for sure, for sure. too much politics. And, and because Taiwan has staked so much on the industry that it's given up so much of its negotiating power and and therefore it's actually quite vulnerable to the demands of the developers at this point. It is, yes, it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, 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 really, it's, really, it's really kind of amazing that the country would put itself in such a vulnerable position. It is. But yeah. I will say the Thai administration is extremely weak, almost not it's extremely naive. So, she was saying that the Taiwan government has local content or localization requirements, but nobody is leading the industry and that there is no law written on how exactly and who actually is in charge, 
but the government is still insisting and putting enormous pressure on the developers to contract as many Taiwanese companies as possible. What a chaos, isn't it Manuel? First of all, sorry for the quality, it was not the best. Um, it was because both people in the conversation were at different locations, noisy locations, and uh, moving at the same time with a noisy background. Um, getting back to the main points, yeah, it's uh, even more complicated than a few minutes, uh, I think it was two minutes, could describe. There are requirements by the government, not written in law, without a clear timeline or list in, you know, that's what we're always struggling with, because our customers, we don't understand what, why we do what we do, because it's, it's that complicated. It's without leadership, it's out with standards, without clear requirements, it's nothing is written. Everything is oral and unofficially official, so just like the unofficial <laughs> diplomatic ties. And yeah, that uh, that makes it very pretty hard and complicated. And uh, I wish uh, people who who contact us and want to join the offshore wind industry would more listen to us and not just assume something which doesn't exist in, besides inside their mind and because we, 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 we're not here to harm anybody we want to work with the people and make the project a success so we're not en enemies um, speaking of that let's, let's listen to another one an entrepreneur in the industry who also came to Taiwan and localized just as required. So I think this one is also pretty interesting. Let's listen to it. No, I don't think any of the brokers will do very well here unless they're here. Like you, you just you can't understand the Taiwan market without being in the Taiwan market. Yeah. Or so it's the same thing with Clarkson's and everybody else. Like they think because all the clients are coming from Europe, they think they can broker all the deals. But no, no it's all being decided here. It's not. It's not uh, brokers in Bremen or, or London exactly making 2% it's, it's local deals. No? It's putting a bit of strain. But uh, I don't know why, how they managed to get it all so wrong. Like I understand people like WMO who just didn't understand that their partner, Posh Kerry, was not the right partner and didn't understand the MNTC rules and all the rest of it. I kind of understand that's the kind of that's the cost of doing business on the first project in a new market, those kind of things. Mm. But yeah, I don't Siemens, Seaway Everlift, most of the issues they're having are just operational. They're, they're making stupid decisions, they're doing things badly for the construction. And, and they, you know, they're not doing anything different than in that environment than they wouldn't do in, in Europe yet. They seem to be making Yeah, they, they've broken the piling hammer twice. I heard they broke one of the foundations. Somebody, uh, Somebody cut through one of the existing cables for the two demo turbines the other day, so they've not been producing power for four weeks now. There's uh, all sorts of uh, vessel breakdowns. And, yeah, I mean, we've been working now for more than a month, and they still only put four cables in out of 20, 21, 22. 
sum up. At first he said that all sorts of brokers try to brokerage into the Taiwan market without actually being in. Secondly he said that Taiwanese firms have no management structure, are arrogant and don't accept any outside help or support. 
Thirdly, he said that he's new to the industry and thinks offshore wind is in general corrupt and full of incorrect news. Yeah, I think I need some explanation about the background. So he entered the Taiwan market at a very early stage and he has a joint venture partner he cooperates very closely with. And he went far beyond the purpose his company does in Europe. So we are doing much, much more. That's why he got so many more insights. And uh, yeah, so he met all sorts of people, international developers, local developers, EPCIs, EPCs, uh, you name it. And yeah, he made some ugly experiences. And there is a tough given and take in the industry. So there's zero solidarity. Um, take whatever you can get and give nothing in return. And that's the state she is in. And yes, he's, he admits the town market is huge, but it's just so hard to build anything if you don't have any local party to trust. Because without locals, you're lost. And he got one partner, but... Um, his partner doesn't have much a clue about offshore wind at all. And his clients sometimes don't have much a clue. They are Team I contractors who never did offshore wind in, in their life. And now they, they yeah, first time can play in the sandbox on cost of the developers, of course. And yeah, makes things really rough and complicated. So, yeah, he, he was mentioning that he dodges when the bullets shoot over him and tries to survive as good as he can. Speaking of which, at this part we wanted to, to play our recordings of the Taiwan Economic Outlook by the German Trade Office Taipei, but I have been reminded that the German trade office Taipei themselves own the copyright. So unless, <laughs> yeah, I, I get a written permission and keep in mind that the director is himself is a lawyer. Um, I am officially not allowed to, yeah, to play anything or even talk deeply about it besides the stuff which is already publicly published. Um, I saw there were a lot of journalists there, but uh, I couldn't find anything online. Absolutely nobody published anything besides Taiwan News, short one-pager, mainly focus on D.B. Schenker, not Markus Will. Uh, yeah, offshore wind just couldn't track anybody. Um, Taiwanese public obviously has simply no interest. Anyway, uh, I will put, yeah, we will put a link to, to the official public content and yeah, have to live with it. That's the problem if you don't own the event. Um, yeah, let's just jump uh, to, to the end and get the guest comment. Please enjoy. We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. 
There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. They pack a lot of firepower, but the T-600s are heavy and slow. They are a primitive design. Who's that? If you can't outrun them, then you have one option. Their motor cortex is partially exposed to the back of their neck. A knife to this area will disorient their tracking device, but not for long. Above all, stay alive. You have no idea how important you are. This is John Connor. John Connor. We gotta find this guy. Manuel, why did you choose this scene from Terminator? Is that sort of a joke? Yes and no. Um, as Mr. Tsai, our lawyer, said, don't be too exact and obvious. Otherwise, it will take you down. And if you look at the recent developments here in Taiwan, particularly regarding offshore wind or even onshore wind solar power, it has become very dodgy, very dark. And I, I, I feel like people like us still continue because we actually want an energy transition. We want to have a long sustainable life and future for generations yet to come we, we, we have become sort of resistance fighters it's uh, ridiculous but uh, that's how things are and uh, yeah I, 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 so, uh, when it comes to particularly to offshore wind I often feel like it's like you, you're fighting Skynet it's a uh, Ah, I don't know how to say. It's ridiculous because uh, you just want to do your job. You just want to bring the project to success, but it's just not how the industry works, particularly here in Taiwan. But uh, we will talk more about it in more episodes and get to into detail piece by piece. Don't want to spoil our listeners too early. Do you have anything positive to share for 2021 and Taiwan's renewable energy market? What is yet to come most people don't know? Ah, thanks asking, for asking me this question. There's of course a lot of positivity in a lot of things most people don't talk about. Recently we have uh, new developments in the geothermal sector. Um, our contract partner, the Taiwan Geothermal Association, is writing right now a law with the strong support of Mrs. Su, uh, DPP legislator in Yunlin. And yeah, the law is, I, of course, it's a combination of many nations, partially California law, New Zealand, Japan, uh, has all in it for um, labor protection, environment protection. Of course, it slows down projects. You don't want to have accidents like in Turkey where ex uh, toxic gas comes out of the ground and kills most of the project people walking on site. So yeah, let's see how it will develop because we, we put a deadline on if there's no local developer to be found in Taiwan, then we will release it to, to the world. And it's a pretty exciting development yet to come. And then we have, of course, news and developments in the marine energy sector. 
in particular tidal power, partially wave and OTEC, and particularly in combination with um, green hydrogen and methanol. But uh, yeah, let's stay tuned and wait for more yet to come. I hope you enjoyed the show. You will listen to me next time and you me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Formosan Business Support Podcast Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to leave a comment or review. Until next time.